Hey everybody, you're listening to the Common Ground Football Podcast. This is episode number 17. Let's go. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. What is up, everybody? It's Monday again. Tuesday, if you're listening to the podcast, because <laughs> he does it every time. It's the Common Ground Football Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Andrew. Yeah. He likes the Cowboys. I like the Seahawks, in case this is your first time tuning in. If it is, welcome. Appreciate you. Yeah. If it's uh, if you listen to every episode, even bigger thank you. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, episode number 17. We got through our super sweet 16. We we're survived. N- yeah, we're now 17 already. Now we're 17. We're almost legal. Almost. <laughs> Getting closer. <laughs> Getting closer. Wait till we are, though. Oh, man. NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to change this thing up and look out. Uh, all right. So... What do we got here? We got weeks, week. Huh. Got ep- we're not into week not, 17 No, yet. we're not. Oh, I can't wait. No, actually, that would mean the season's almost over. That would yeah, suck. No. I don't want to go through this all over again, uh, but, but we will. Uh, episode number 17, um, who, who's our producer this week? Larry. 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 Nice to meet you, Larry. Hey, Larry. How's it going? He's gotten me all this material today. Hey, he got you a shirt, too. And he got me this awesome shirt about uh it's not a common ground football podcast shirt no we're uh but hey those are in the process yeah swag very soon and later in this episode we're gonna talk about a a giveaway we're doing Ooh, yeah so is that at the end that's called a tease okay (laughs) so you have to i'm not even gonna tell you where it's at in the episode because you have to listen to the whole thing (laughs) and figure out where the giveaway is so we're gonna talk Cowboys, of course. We're gonna talk Seahawks, as always. We're gonna talk the Cowboys. Actually, did stuff sure did in this last week, which is amazing in free agency. And uh, there's some stuff in the NFL in general going on. Of course, free agency is still happening, and then leading up into uh, the draft, which is in exactly one month from days. today. Yep, we're gonna start getting into some draft talk. Oh my, we're gonna yeah. Every week from here on out, it's gonna be a lot of draft talk because it's gonna be who's gonna go where and. What's your team going to pick? What's my team going to pick? Nobody knows until draft day actually happens and all the trades go down. And then we'll talk about uh, somewhere in there. We'll talk about the giveaway. And uh, and then Andrew's got a good idea for how we're going to close this thing out. Sure and we're going to try something new. And if it works, great. If not, we'll figure something else out because we've got lots of time. <laughs> <laughs> lots of time. Time to kill. Time to kill. All right, so your cow- and actually, and I was just gonna say, and and sorry to everybody watching March Madness. Gonzaga is out, unfortunately. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're a Washingtonian, Gonzaga's out. They did not. Did you watch any of that game? No. They okay. Well, they came out just flat, and they didn't look good at all. It sounded like it. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bad. I was hoping for another return to the Final Four at least, and then maybe the championship game again, maybe some redemption, but. Just uh, ran out of gas, it sounded yep. like. Yep. So from now, we'll take the underdog Loyola. I was going to say, yeah, that's who we're going with. Mama, or was it, what's her name? Mama Jean. Mama Jean, yeah. We're going with her. Yes. I mean, come on, how can you not? Moving plus on. You, plus, you like the underdogs. This is not a March Madness podcast, though. Cowboys actually did some stuff since the last time we talked. And, uh, Told you. Uh, hey, you did. And I, you know, 
I tend to believe you sometimes. So Tuesday, look at that. Tuesday. Right the day we released, after we recorded, what'd they do? What happened? So the first move was they traded for fullback uh, Jameez Olawale, who, first of all, kudos to being able to say that name so well. Jameez Olawale. Do it again. Jameez Olawale. Awesome. <laughs> he um, actually originally was drafted by Dallas, but um, he was put on their practice squad and then obviously got picked up by Oakland. Good, I mean, solid depth. Uh, with now Keith Smith going to Oakland, Dallas does need a fullback, so he could possibly fill that role. I would say he might not have as good as hands as Keith Smith did, but still a really solid player. We also had plus um, his name is pretty awesome. Jamez Olawale, yeah. Um, Joe Thomas, linebacker, Green Bay. I don't believe that actually happened. Not on my list. <laughs> Um, Larry, definitely. What the hell? Def- definitely <laughs> fills a need um, at linebacker, and actually, all of the signings that Dallas had last week and uh, so far this week actually have really addressed some of the needs that I was saying that they really do need. So you got Joe Thomas, linebacker, Green Bay, and then you had the first offensive weapon. You had Deon. Uh, I'm sorry, Deontay Thompson, wide receiver out of Buffalo. Um, take the top off the defense, kind of guy one-year deal yep one-year deal only 29 he's like right you know and then you had the big one hey i guess you could huge. say huge uh well do you think it was really huge sure possibly huge okay yeah uh, alan hearns wide receiver at jacksonville former thousand yard receiver i just like that um because you guys signed a receiver it just poofed up the the Dez drama. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They signed two receivers, so that means Dez and Ter- Terrence Williams are gone. Okay. Well, and then today, and we'll get to it, we found out maybe why they were signing so many wide receivers. Yes. And they might not be done. I mean, the draft is still around the corner. No, there's no nothing saying that they won't draft Calvin Ridley if he's there. So there's a there's – a, we'll talk about it later. I don't want to spoil it now when we get to the NFL news, but there's another big name that – today uh, oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. You know? we'll get there yeah 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 and yeah we'll get there yeah well yeah oh yeah yeah, we'll yeah you know that guy uh, alan hearn so he's the big he's the big one um obviously a lot of that des is out connection from the fans perspective came because hearns wears 88 as well you're like okay oh, give me a break. like okay well des is gone because there's a new 88 oh, in town good like, god would you just I know we're a we're a didn't he we're come, a family friendly podcast, so I won't say the things that I wish I could say. <laughs> didn't he come to a out, lot of fans? <laughs> didn't he come out and actually say after he was signed to that uh, he, I'm he, not going to wear that number? No, he goes eighty eight. Eighty eight is all Dez. Yeah, I mean, come on. So um, if you were waiting and hadn't seen already, Hearns will be wearing number seventeen. Making, so you can go buy that jersey now. Making up crap, but uh, no, definitely a solid addition. I'm I, I'm excited. That's a good move, and then. On the big body offensive line, you have Marcus Martin, offensive guard from San Francisco, sign, as well as Cam Fleming from New England, so offensive tackle. So hopefully we won't run into the situation we did last year when Tyron Smith was out and you had to have Chaz Green in there, who is just – I mean, he still struggles a little bit, so definitely having another body to be able to fill that swing tackle position is definitely that's good that they're looking at that and could still very well, you know, draft somebody to fill that also. So we'll see. Uh, let's I'm trying to think. I think that was it, actually. 
those one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six, six signings. Not to mention, well, it was Monday they re-signed uh, LP Latisor, which I said was a very, very big, important move. Huge, huge. And then you had, um, actually, we talked about it a little bit last week. Also, the Witten talk of was it ESPN? ESPN maybe trying to get him to come into yeah. the booth or yeah. just just come into TV whatsoever. He restructured his deal. He's recommitted for this year, so Witten's not going anywhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Got so many papers, Larry. <laughs> Good God. So Witten restructured his deal, so he's definitely not going anywhere. As well as Which is good, the news came out today, and this kind of puts two and two together. Terrence Williams had a broken foot and needed surgery, so he's going to miss some of the offseason. So that could be a little bit of a reasoning why they have brought in so many wide receivers and so far have signed two of them. I think the uh, – uh, I mean – Des is going to take, uh, let's see, set to make $12.5 million in 2018. I'm with you. I still don't think that, I mean, Des isn't going anywhere. It's just this giant drama that they want to make, like that reckless take, speculation take, take the thing. Big, I mean, if, if Dak and Zeke had been in the league, if, they've, if they'd have been in the league longer, those would be the names. But Des is the one that's, that's the big star that everybody wants to talk about to, you know, it brings, brings people in. Um, how much time is Williams going to miss? Is he going to make it back for camp or, um, this doesn't say this. No, I mean, what, it, come it, on. Larry. The news news came out today. It's still early. We'll see. It'll probably be, it'll probably go into training camp. Well, Dak's going to have a comeback year. So I think, Oh, I know. Oh, you know, I know. Oh. Looked you dead in the eye and I say, I know. <laughs> I don't want to look at you, man, but definitely no. Quit uh, looking at me. Like I was saying, you know, Dallas didn't – Hearns, even though it was, it's a fairly big name, and you know, we're now in the second week of free agency, it was a good deal, smart deal. You know, two years. Um, They just don't want to overpay like they did, you know, a couple of years ago with Brandon Carr and with Nolan Carroll. And um, it just – it doesn't it, – it hurts a lot when they don't work out. Right. So, that's that. Anything else go on in Dallas? Uh, let's uh, see. Besides those signings. Oh, and then actually today, I did forget. They um, restructured or reworked, uh, or re-signed, sorry, uh, Joe Looney, another offensive lineman. So, offensive depth, offensive line depth. Ooh. They want to get back to being the best line in football which two years ago two years ago they were they were arguably 2014 they were that's a long time ago last year well that was the year the uh see who went to the super bowl that year oh that's right oh who who beat seattle at home that year it doesn't matter oh that's right that's fine oh congratulations you beat seattle at home but again yeah which was said to be impossible who it's not impossible anymore there's nobody's scared to well, play what do, there well, what do you mean anymore but anymore it's it's nobody's scared to play there anymore congratulations you guys were the ones that started the the downfall you're welcome yeah we also would have but, uh, but you were also sitting at home in the in, watching the super bowl because your team wasn't in it well that's because they called dez's catch and not catch oh and geez. then everything down oh jeez. see see 
See? 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 See what happens? <laughs> see what happens? What do you got now? See buddy? what I did there? <laughs> Jerk. But no. Um, Are you done? <laughs> heck no. Keep going. <laughs> Where were we? I don't know. Anywho. No, the offensive line. They want to be back to being the best. And, and last year, they I mean, they weren't. They were pretty. At times, they were awful last year. So definitely having uh, that depth is really going to help. Just know that chances are really, really good that your offensive line will be much better than my offensive line. So there's that. Oh, I can believe that. Congratulations to you. Uh, all right. Anything else? No. <laughs> no. I'm trying to think of where we ended just then. Oh, I don't know. Somewhere. You said uh, your offensive line is going to be better than mine. Yeah, it is. That's true. So, yes. <laughs> I won't argue that with you. Oh, no, I know you won't because <laughs> it's true. What about uh, up in Seattle? Anything Anything newsworthy going on up there? Well, some things went down. Or up here, I guess you say. Some things happened. Up here, over there. Up here, over there. You know, you know yeah. Weast. Yeah. <laughs> Yonder. Uh, the Seahawks continued to do some things. Um, Sheldon Richardson, of course, signed with Minnesota. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. So um, in, in revenge, we decided to sign a, um, two defensive tackles that were formerly with Minnesota. Um, Shamar Stephen, Stephen, and Tom Johnson. Hey, Tom. Tom Johnson sounds like he should be selling insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Johnson insurance. Yes. State Farm, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so we grabbed both of them. So they, um, Schneider was doing a little bit of defensive work this last week. Also re-signed uh, defensive end Marcus Smith. I like that. Uh, re-signed running back Mike Davis. Mm-hmm. He went out and, interv- and did some visits and interviewed. Yep. Uh, ended up staying here. Uh, I like that move again. We, you know, you know, I've talked about it before. Doesn't matter who the running back is, if they for right don't, now. yeah, if they don't improve the offensive line. I mean, Rawls could have been a star. We didn't know. We would never have found out because the offensive line didn't help him. Uh, McKissick, uh, Carson, you know, Davis. Any mm-hmm. of these guys could be the one. Yeah, but they're never going to find out mm-hmm. unless they approve the offensive line. And I, the only way that would kind of mask that is if they had, if Seattle had a Zeke type runner, or a, or a, and then this upcoming draft, a Barkley type runner, or uh, even a well, maybe not so much Kamara because that's not the offensive scheme but these these running backs that are like can't miss gotta have them i think that they could definitely they seem to be in this mode of trying to find that diamond in the rough kind of guy third the third or fourth rounder guy yeah and you know well because i mean look at marshawn traded for him everyone thought they were kind of like well really and look what he turned out to be yeah but again marshawn was one of those unique runners that I mean, nobody runs like Marshawn. Nobody. There's nobody. Don't even try. I can see your eyes right now. Nobody. Okay, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Who do you think runs like Marshawn? If you say Zeke, I'm going to be like, no. No, he's better. <laughs> true. Moving on. True. That is a true story. Mike oh, Davis showed no, it, it. So just to finish on Marshawn, where's he at on the all-time rushing list? Is he 11th or 10th? Oh, I'd have to look it up. I have no idea. I want to say he's either... For all-timers, like, league-wide? I think he's 11th. Are you saying just by yards? Yes. Mm. Rushing yards. 
He's not even in the uh, top 25. For rushing yards? Okay, what about scrimmage? I could have swore he was he was up there. Emmett Smith's number one. Shocking. Weird. Yeah, he's not even in the top 25. What? What? Anyway, moving on. Uh, you can keep looking. Maybe you'll find a better stat than me. That was uh, ESPN. I could no, and I, I could be probably maybe. am very wrong. Maybe you're thinking for maybe you're thinking total yards. I don't know. Could be. Um, speak, uh, I mean, uh, more on Mike Davis. I he showed some moments where you went, "Holy crap!" Because he could make a defender fall on their face by some of the cuts and juke moves that he would make to actually like. I mean, he could actually sidestep really, really well. Mm-hmm. But that only happened when he actually found a hole, <laughs> got through the line, and you know made something happen. So I think it's obviously going to be a competition. It'll be Carson, him. If they grab somebody in the draft, maybe they go out and still bring in one more. Um, McKissick will actually maybe be in there. Um, but you know they did something. At least they brought back somebody. They also signed. Um, guard DJ Fluker to a very low. Holy crap! And a half. I just I wrote that down today because they finally got the numbers. But and and no, I I have no idea what I was drinking or what I'm smoking. But yeah, you know you're right with Lynch. Okay, he's not right on everything. People. He's he's in the top fifteen in something, and maybe it was just broken tackles. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't remember what I he's was. He's somewhere. He's a leader in something. Uh, yeah. So. DJ Fluker, he that was on Tuesday, so that was our move right after the we recorded. Um, twenty seven years old, um, San Diego. He was in San Diego. Spent last season with the Giants. Okay, and uh, but yeah, as the numbers came out today on his deal, it's only a one point four million dollar cap hit for this next season. It's an eight hundred thousand dollar base, three hundred three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, three hundred dollars, three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> signing bonus, and then four hundred thousand dollars in roster bonuses it's like the absolute minimum yeah which i would be happy taking so and if they get a lot out of them that's a screaming deal Mm -hmm. that's one of those that john schneider makes and you go well done sir yeah but if it doesn't work next year if it doesn't work okay yeah because we still don't know what they're going to grab in the draft yeah so um other than that that's all the moves they made the only other things that i wanted to talk about seahawks wise was there's uh there we kind of figured that we would never hear from the coach the coach and the gm on the whole richard sherman thing and all that owners meetings are happening right now mm-hmm. and do you see that picture mm, which one there's a picture of uh, all the uh, head coaches down there at the owners meeting that's pretty funny <laughs> just the array of outfits is is hilarious. it yeah. is it good yeah you got andy reed looks like he looks like grandpa he's just you know shorts and a hawaiian t-shirt or not in a Hawaiian t-shirt, but a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, jeez. And, um, you know, flip-flops. And you got Sean McVay. He just he looks like how you think he would look away from the field. You know, sharp pants, shoes with no socks, tight polo. Oh, jeez. And then, um, <laughs> but the, fun, the the best one is uh, Patricia. Well, he he, uh, his, he, he his, shaved the beard down, didn't he? Like he, he yeah, but the pants are, the, like, touching the ground. They're on the ground. <laughs> 
I'll have to go find that photo. Yeah. That sounds entertaining. Oh, I looked at it and, and did one of those, you know, you don't want to laugh too loud because there's someone sleeping next to you, so you just kind of do that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> um, so they finally got got a hold of Schneider down at the meetings and of course asked him like hey with all the moves you're making it sure looks like you guys are in a rebuilding mode and and he of course said that's not the plan it says you know first comments to the media since all the trade and the release of sherman and everything else has been going down and uh he literally said that uh they're just sticking to what has always been their goal of keeping the seahawks at a level where they can compete for each season without ever taking a dip in the standings that's a interesting comment considering that when you look at what your roster is right now i see a considerable dip in the standings happening oh yeah when you look at two other teams in your division that are building up mm-hmm. and you're i mean again we don't know what he's going to do in the draft but still um and he goes on to say it was it's just always very very hard to make those decisions to move on from people but that's what we have to do in order to be a consistent championship caliber football team we don't want to be having these major rebuilding years. We want to be able to have little resets, if you so, will. So blah, 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 blah. We're retooling. We're in transition, blah, blah, blah. And then um, I saw an interview on NFL.com. They did an interview with Carol. And Pete, they asked him about you know everything that's going on right now. And then, of course, Richard Sherman in general. And in true Pete Carroll fashion, he, just, he wasn't chewing gum. That was weird. But uh, he, he called it a challenge. And uh, this is what he looks at the whole process of all these guys moving on <laughs> as graduation almost. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Wow. Yeah, that's because that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <It's, we, laughs> kind of like his, well, people are complaining about he's, you know, too college. Right, he can, right, right. Yeah. Um, and then they asked him, so, you know, Richard had came, come out and said, did you read his Players Tribune article? Mm-mm. So find that. Um it's literally called how it all went down right and it's richard's side of everything it's eye-opening because he talks about how the seahawks actually never made him um or asked him to take a pay cut which the whole thing out there was they asked him to take a pay cut he said no they cut him mm. they literally just said hey we're going to release you but when you're out shopping when you get an offer please call us and we'll do our best to match it whether he's telling the truth or not he was still angry, but Pete basically, so they asked Pete, they said, Hey Pete, you know, Richard's out there talking about how you and John have kind of lost your way and your, your message isn't really getting across anymore. And Carol just laughed and he said, well, that's, that sounds like, you know, that's what he would say. Cause sounds like Richard. It, it affected him. It affected Richard Sherman. And, uh, and then they asked him about his time, like how much time he got left. Cause he's the oldest coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he said, he's always got a five-year outlook and he's you know that's what he goes by and then of course he joked around they asked him well does that you know how often does that reset and he's like every year so he's got a new five-year outlook every year i think uh, more blah 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 i i think this year i think he's done after this year he's still got two years left on his contract i think carol's done after this year i think you're crazy that's okay well if they go like one and 15 john and and well paul allen's gonna have an interesting decision to make because you got John building the team, Pete helping build the team, and then Pete taking this team and going straight down the tube. Call, I'm just saying. I think I'm that's calling a, it now. You're this calling it now. This is Carol's last year. 
There's his first bold prediction of the episode, this ladies and gentlemen. This is last year. Wow. Andrew says... <laughs> yeah, please write that down. Carol's last season. Brian laughs. laughs. Um, 8.45 p.m. <laughs> it's, uh, I, here's what I will say. So anyway, so he's got two years. I think he literally, both him and John have these two years to prove to get the team back to where they're going to go and if they don't i think then you got to make a hard decision and and move on paul allen's basically said as long as pete wants to coach here he can coach here but if your team consists you know if they go a couple years in a row with a below 500 level missing the playoffs that would be three straight years out of the playoffs after your huge run of always being in the playoffs at least and you see what the teams around you are doing because you got san francisco they're kind of scary jimmy graps shout out dennis from ohio and then uh, the Rams will talk about what they did this week, just today, what they did. Yeah. Um, that division just minus Arizona because Arizona sucks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they might be better than Seattle this year. Well, though. we'll see. It depends on who what they decide to do at quarterback. The two quarterbacks they have in there now, not so much. Who but. cares? Uh, I still think there's a weird chance that they trade up and grab and grab a QB. Just wait. It could happen. You never know. Well, anything could happen. Right. Oh, yeah. What I was going to say, though, was, um, well, it answers the question down here, but there will not, a quarterback will be going number one overall. No, we're going to talk about that. I know. I think you're wrong. That's okay. I think you're wrong. <laughs> well, hey, that's fine. Two wrongs make a right. That's what makes it a good, a good show. Yeah. If we agreed on everything, it'd be boring. Hey, Seattle sucks. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Dallas sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, Russell Wilson's terrible. Yeah, me too. I agree. Who would listen to that? Nobody. Hmm. Yeah. So hair is overrated for you. I see. <laughs> so, there you go. See, you disagree. Hey, but we both have beards. And we both think beards are awesome. That's okay. Right. Correct. <laughs> All right. That's basically everything that went down in Seahawks world. Uh, we're just waiting for draft. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to in the NFL as a whole. As a whole pie. As the whole I'm thing. so ready for the season to start. We have so much time left. I'm so ready for <laughs> just the, the weekly game in between games and seasons. It should I'm, be. I'm just ready. It should just be draft and then right into training camp. <laughs> and then just go. I agree. God, the, their bodies would never make it. That'd be like a 25-game season. Never work. <laughs> it would never work. Um, all right. So owners meetings are going on. We talked about that. And in – those of course are going to be votes on some rules catch rule rules going to change catch rule being the big one and they uh that's top on the list um basically i'm not even gonna go through the whole list because it's really small print larry you screwed up the big is <laughs> not doing well <laughs> uh the big one is though of course the the catch rule so uh here is the proposed rule defining a now it's a bigger one (laughs) so literally we went from now we're in our uh we're in a new location this is our third one here right or if it's our third or fourth one here fourth i think it's our fourth or i don't know we're (laughs) so we're literally at a restaurant closed restaurant in wenatchee that's not open for dinner and they're nice enough to let us record here and it's been fine. And I'm not even kidding you. So there was first there's a guy out there with a backpack blower 
blowing out the parking lot. And I had no idea they were coming tonight. Maybe should have been warned. And then <laughs> there's a giant street sweeper <laughs> just went by to do the rest of the parking lot. I hope they don't get mad that our trucks are right there. But you know what? I don't care. Yeah. So if you can hear that in the background, I'm not going to just sit here and wait. And we apologize. Uh, we're picky about our audio, but oh, well. Evs. It's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> it's going to be. Anyway. Okay. So. Here are the proposed rules that are defining a catch. So this is what they're going to vote on. One, control the ball. Two, two feet down or another body part. Agreed. Which body part? Three, a football move such as a third step, reaching, extending for the line to gain, or the ability to perform such an act. Don't agree with that That part 3c that last one yeah, yeah. Perf- or the ability to perform so how do they act? yeah how do you okay. judge that you're not athletic enough yeah. i don't believe you you're fat you can't yeah. do that you won't be able to do that <laughs> and that and actually it's interesting that they have that in there because that was part of the argument when des when they were when they were discussing that after that game had happened they were talking about just how much of an athletic freak he is that he he is able to do that just snatch the ball take a couple steps and reach over for you know reach over the goal line they were trying to say that you know in his case he can do that but there's other guys where that he was probably they probably fumbled the ball so the, having that part in this proposed rule is a, i could see that being an issue now you have to agree though that they did do what you said they should do which is simplify it right keep it simple and the key change in the proposal would eliminate the frustrating going to the ground element, which is what everybody wanted to say mm-hmm. to go away because it caused so much confusion. So it won't eliminate all the gray areas for sure because they just can't. There's always going to be something. Like you said, that last one, I mean, who who gets to be the judge on whether they have the ability or not? Right. Or or what what does that mean? Yeah. But then if you let them try to define what that means, then you get that long, complicated rule again that it means this and it means that yeah. and it means this. Um, the changes could also lead to more fumbles by receivers, which we kind of knew if they were going to change that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a huge step and one that the league absolutely had to make. They didn't have a choice. They had to do it. Yep. Sorry, Des, that you know it's a few years too late. Next. <laughs> that is one big street sweeper. <laughs> so loud. I don't even know if you can hear it, but I'll find out when I'm editing. That's it's, for sure. It's there. Yeah. Uh, NFL will emphasize flagging on illegal use of helmet. So the focus down there, of course, is going to be on the proposed rule change regarding catches. They're also going to focus on player safety, which is what they seem to be doing a lot nowadays anyway. So um, they're going to introduce an emphasis on penalizing players for illegal use of the helmet those like taking it off and hitting someone or so okay so there's no gonna be no voting on this because there's the rules already in but they're gonna make a big emphasis by showing video and and all that stuff to owners and all that oh. and refs and say okay just bring it for up, 2018 bring it though we're gonna need you to focus on this more so that's great because that just means we're gonna see more personal foul penalties because the refs are going to be, you know, maybe a little scared not to say something. Right. So, thanks, Larry. Thanks, Larry. 
All right, so we promised never to get super political on this podcast because that's a dangerous topic. But one of the other things they're going to talk about down there, of course, is National Anthem because you're going to go into this new season and it's going to be a big topic. What are the players going to do? Are they going to maybe think about just leaving the players in the locker room? You got – isn't it your owner that wants it to be like – illegal to protest anything on the field uh i don't think so <laughs> and you might be thought thinking I heard, of the other texas thought owner. i thought i heard something about jerry jones it might be mcnair might, old bob mcnair down in houston i haven't heard much of his or their you know specific stance on it but i do know mcnair down with uh the houston texans has a, yeah he's been very he vocal. has a pretty vocal say about it what i think they should do is just go back to either Either A, just saying, no, we can't do it. We're just not going to do it. I know that everyone has their say, but um, we're just not going to go down that path. We're just going to. Don't you think, but, though, that if you, I think, if, if, if you or, put them all in the locker room? I think that, yeah, that's, that's what that I was trying even, to get to. No, no, no. I mean. I don't. Cause, because, that, like we were saying, this hasn't always been what they do. They don't always didn't always have the players out there right and this wasn't a big televised thing it was nobody cared then right i mean unless you were actually at the game right but i just they need that's what they need to go back to if they want to have everyone you know i agree okay i agree however my fear is that they put everybody back in the locker rooms and then it's 2018 and everybody gets offended by everything right which is unfortunate it is unfortunate but that's what it is so now you're going to have people and you know you're going to have it because you and I will sit here and, we, and we'll agree with it and we'll say it's fine and we don't care. But you're going to have those other people that are going to be sitting there going, oh, well, they can't handle their players. They can't blah, blah, blah. So they're just going to keep them in the locker room or on the other side of it, um, how it's unfair that players can't make their protests or right. can't do this and can't do that. You guys are, you know, basically holding, you know, holding them ransom in there. And right, blah, right, just, right. Yeah. You know you're going to have you're, those people, it right? It doesn't matter what you do. Oh, you're not going to make everybody have it. Yeah. And unfortunately, in you know 2018, we have so much. There's just so. I mean, I'm offended by that street sweeper <laughs> right now. Is what I'm offended by. There's just so much access to you know throw your your opinion and throw your voice out there. Well, and that, yeah, and that with, goes with back so, yeah. and that goes back to you know what do we think social media has done for pro sports? We're going to take an entire show this off season and talk about that because we can easily fill a half hour oh, yeah. on what it's done because you and I agree it's, it's, and I, you know, that's a touchy subject. Dennis from Ohio and our shout out, which I swear we have more than just Dennis's listeners, but he, he's very, <laughs> he's very vocal when it comes to, to football and he's a, he's a Niners fan, but he, he's actually, he's big on that. Uh, and I agree with him that social media is, uh, is an issue when when it comes to sports and how we follow it and just i mean i i know people that don't like it as don't like the sports as much just because social media has ruined it for them yeah but we'll talk about that we will have plenty of june to, <laughs> to maybe even july to discuss that because holy crap we're gonna need it um actually says right here on this article that larry gave me thanks larry mcnair and Cowboys owner Jerry Jones are among the leaders of the move to ban any demonstrations during the anthem. Oh, gotcha. So there's that. I think you're right. I think no matter what they do, whether they keep them on the field, they'll piss somebody off. They put them all in the locker room, they'll piss somebody off. 
you'll have players that'll be upset if they get put in the locker room well i should be able to make my stand i think it's just the it's the times we live in right now it's just it's nuts and it's you know what's gonna what's gonna be the thing in five years what's gonna be the thing going you know in 10 years you know there's always just gonna just gonna be gonna be that one thing it's always gonna be something 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 it's gonna be something something um, but I'll just put it out there, and I know that you feel the same way as I. I love my football, and that's what I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> so offended by that street sweeper. I'm gonna post it all over that social media. Um, I don't want to go. I don't want to cover too much of this because honestly, I mean, I feel sorry for the woman if it's true. But it's I, I really it's it's Michael Bennett. I don't care. It's just a that's just a it's weird, just a weird story, right? It's a very weird story. Something and, that happened back in February, and then all of no, a no, sudden, no, and not even this fe- no last February, right? We're talking fourteen months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like why sorry, now? Sorry, New England, Atlanta. Yeah, why now? You know, you had that go on, and then all of a sudden, this. It's just it was very weird. There's something odd happening there, and I. It wouldn't shock me if it was true because Michael Bennett is a. I mean, he's Michael Bennett, but. You have this. <laughs> the first comments I saw was, was he offsides? <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> About fell out of my chair. It was, oh, I think it was like, but wait, was he offsides? But wait, was, is he offsides? <laughs> but no, that, that whole, I mean, if it's true, that situation is unfortunate, but I don't, I don't know. This is just really weird how just, yeah, a year, you know, over a year later, this is coming out. And it, I mean, it's not, they're charging him with a felony. Yeah. So, so he he turned himself in today, and is out on on bail, and made an a court, a court appearance. And yeah, it's a felony weird. they're charging him for. And it just then you wonder, okay, well, did the Seahawks know something? Did the Eagles know something? Both of them have said no, they didn't know anything. So you don't know whether it's going to affect the trade. I mean, all this stuff's up in the air because it's still it's just an allegedly thing. Yeah. You're innocent until proven guilty, but. It's just like you said. It's just not in the weird not, story again. Not in the not in the NFL. Not in today's age of social media. It's just it's just crazy. So I, I the uh, ready to move on. Don't give a crap. Part of me just wants to say, well, that's Philadelphia's problem now. So yeah. I don't care, and I'm going to go with that. Next, so <laughs> um, Johnny Football. Holy crap! I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel has been throwing at some pro days, and he's going to throw tomorrow um, during Texas A&M's pro day. Oh, sorry, Texas A&M. My bad. And uh, he he's trying really hard to show this new Johnny Manziel that he's improved, and then he's he's fighting to get back. What do you think? Somebody will give him a shot. Someone will give him a chance. And like he said, he can say everything he wants. He can say he's changed. He can say... He can say, 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 but he, like he said, or eh, like he stated, he just needs to get a foot into someone's office and actually sit down and interview and, or, you know, have a talk. He wants to be given a chance. And that chance starts with, you're right, just being able to talk about it. Right, right. See if they can see a change in him. Um, I, th- I really do think somebody will give him a chance. Yeah, you got to believe he ends up in camp somewhere, right? At least. Yeah. doesn't mean he makes a I mean, roster, I but mean, even if, yeah. And like you said, even if it's in camp, that's just another body that can, you know, wing a football around. So he intends to play in the spring league, uh, which is a developmental 
uh, football league in Austin, Texas. That starts March 28th. And then his, uh, got to remember his rights are actually currently held by the uh, CFL's Hamilton Tiger Cats. Mm-hmm. The, and the one thing to, to remember um, with him throwing at these pro days is it's the players who it's their pro day. They're the ones that are asking yeah. originally. They were the ones that asked Manziel, can you, will you throw at my pro day? And then now you had Christian Kirk at um, Texas A&M. Hey, can you throw at my pro day? Yeah. So it's not like somebody, I think it was Ian Rappaport who put out a, um, a tweet. And you don't like him, saying, do you? No, I don't like him. Okay. But he was just saying, you know, cool, cool thing for him to do. Yeah. Just go and do this. And then, of course, somebody responded. It's not about him. It's about these, you know, the guy who's doing the pro day. He, what he said was he's doing it and he's, and he's doing it, you know, free because these guys are asking him to do it. He's not walking, running around saying, hey, I want to throw at your pro day or anything like that. And my biggest thing is like, I mean, I've been a, I've been a down on Johnny Manziel since day one, since before he was drafted. I, you know, he's, I liked him in college, but I did not want Dallas to draft him whatsoever. Well, yeah, and just the his whole cockiness. I mean, I don't want to go into any of that. But why do we have to, as a again, why do we have to as a society immediately look, just just smack the guy while he's down mm-hmm. instead of giving him the chance to actually be better to actually so, prove himself yeah so if he comes back and he goes right back to partying and screwing over his life then he's done for good and he's never going to get anything ever again and he's screwed himself then mm-hmm. you guys can bash on him all you want why right now if you go over social media it's it's this whole thing oh it's johnny football he's he's not going to do crap and no oh, i don't know why they're wasting their time and and Give the guy a chance to prove that he's better. Yeah. This is his second chance. I'm not one to give second chances to anybody and everybody, but for something like that, why do we have to bash him? Just give him a shot, and if he fails, he fails. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Kaepernick. Yeah. Just I mean, needs Ka- a shot. Kaepernick. That We could do a whole show on Kaepernick, we could, too. We, yeah, we sure could. Got a lot of June to cover, a lot of July. I stand with Kaepernick. Do you? Mm. It's getting pretty political right there. <laughs> um all right so free agency continues we talked about that um i have the list right here of the players that signed or things that happened since we recorded last week uh off the top of your head was there anything that happened out there that you were like holy crap you got uh giants traded um jpp the bucks that was uh kind of big pretty shocking uh tampa bay all they need now is shakeem griffin yeah well i want him in seattle well then you have you know jpp mr okay well that's you not, know what i mean that's that is <laughs> wow now you know what i was saying whoa i do not agree with that <laughs> anywho <laughs> uh um, no that, that was a pretty big one and then obviously the one today which wasn't, you know, it wasn't oh, a trade. It was just a get, signing. We're getting to that. Oh, yeah. That was the big one. Um, it's kind of a sad one for me. Luke Wilson decided to, to uh, go into, and sign with the Lions. Uh, we loved him here. Go, uh, gets re- to be with Tater Top. Be go meet with Tate again. We loved him here. And I get I, another one of those moves where I'm fine. Just I, I get it. Go. Um, he's a solid tight end he is a solid tight end and he'll do great there so but it was still sad um frank gore signed with the dolphins 
Going home. He's going home. Went over the cowboy ones. Nobody cares. What? Who said that? It was me. Oh, weird. Um, anything else? Ah, Terrell Pryor. So glad the Seahawks didn't sign him. <laughs> and he's going to the Jets, and I'm so fine with that. I did not want him into Seattle. I know there was a lot of media guys out there who were supportive of that. Like, oh, he'd be great here. I don't know. Be a better wide receiver prospect than Bryce Butler. Right. And and I get it. If the Seahawks are stupid enough to sign Bryce Butler, you can clown on I'll let you I will literally just turn my mic off and let you clown on them with all your strength. I'd, I'd love to. I'd just do it now. Please don't because they haven't done it. <laughs> and I get it. You think it would be stupid, and I agree with you. <laughs> um anything else? Let's see here. Uh <laughs> Browns keep making moves, everybody. <laughs> Browns reach a two-year deal with quarterback Drew Stanton. So uh, nobody knows what the Browns are doing. You know what they're going to do, though? They're going to win. They're going to win they're now. They're going to win now. Before I get to the big signing, I want to get your opinion on this. I'm going to go out a little bit out of order here. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, some drama happening up there in, in New York. So I think there's stuff that's been happening the past oh, yeah. two years at least. The yeah. past two seasons. Yeah. Uh your favorite guy, uh Rappaport. Uh I know you love him. He's been all over this, but what happened was they of course everybody's down in was it Florida? Is that what the meetings are yeah. happening? Yeah. Yep. And uh Giants owner John Mara, uh, basically, he, he made some comments about how he doesn't want to answer any more questions about Odo Beckham Jr. And isn't sure. I mean, they'd love to have him, but isn't sure if he's going to be there in, in 2018. And so that started this firestorm of, ooh. Holy crap. Well, I mean, they just traded, you know, JPP. Like, are they just going to maybe do some house cleaning and, and get rid of him? And so all of a sudden now this, will they trade OBJ? And course that opened up rumors in my neck of the woods like <laughs> okay so now earl thomas if you, <laughs> if you took if you did straight across obj for earl thomas would you do it and i still said hell no um if your team had a chance to get him would you do it draft picks only is what the trade would be would you do it um it's really a yes or no question <laughs> I would, but it also depends on. So, if if Dallas was sitting there at nineteen, and Calvin Ridley was still available, and Odell Beckham's available, Beckham's twenty six years old, Ridley's already twenty three. You already know what Beckham is and what kind of playmaker he is. You're not exactly sure on how Ridley's going to fare in the, in the you know in the in the league. I would make that. I'd make that pick. And I'm and I haven't been one that's always liked him at all like at all no he's got some skills but watching actually uh listening to him and actually you know learning more about him you know i a lot of it was just he's a giant i hate him can't you know that kind of thing and then obviously the whole catch thing that blew up and i think that blew him up a little bit faster than he was ready to be you know that kind of big of a of a star because I think I think that was his rookie year when that happened. I'm not sure. 
It was either his rookie or second year. But after that Sunday night game, he was just like on the stratosphere. But yes, I would I would take him if the if trade. Able to. Yeah, if the trade was right, it, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade Earl Thomas straight across for him. But I mean, draft picks wise, again that depends on what Seattle's plan is. And, and, and yeah, and it all it all depends on who's on the board. Obviously, if Vita Vea is sitting there on the board or um, Derwin James sitting there, no, no, hell, no. hell, no, no. Give me Vea or give me James. So, and he's the thing is, is he's come out and he said, I will not play without an extension because he's on, uh, he's under an $8.46 million fifth year option. Mm-hmm. And he has said, I will not play without a new deal. Um, Mara then came out later and said, clarified comments and said, well, we're not actively shopping him. But oh, I'm ap- sure his phone started ringing. Oh, yeah. But after a three and 13 season where you played as poor as possible, uh huh. Um, he said nobody is untouchable basically so i mean i'm not i wouldn't be shocked if they moved him but the thing is is any team that's going to get him is going to have to sign an extension yeah so is he worth paying all that money for and with the headaches and i'm not sure he is but that wasn't even the biggest news that came out today that was just earlier and that was yeah um namdamakan sue one year, 14 mil with the Rams, who already have Aaron Donald, who already have Michael Brockers, so, and just, Wade Phillips as their head. As their did you see Wade's? Do you see Wade's tweet? Yeah, just SpongeBob <laughs> with a thumbs up. Yeah, so say what you will about him as a head coach, but he is a damn good defensive coordinator. That's just crazy. So the Jets actually offered him put an offer on the table mm-hmm. a couple of days ago pull it back I think it was yesterday was it yesterday it i'm losing track of days they pull the offer back and so he had basically narrowed it down to the rams the saints titans canceled his raiders visit right mm-hmm. yep and and then everyone's waiting around and then today just boom you're right one year 14 million dollars and it makes the rams scary on paper on paper and yeah we talked about that before we hit the record button i'm a little confused on what they're doing if they're really just saying okay we want to win right this second if they're just loading up for one year is that what they're doing or because in two years they're gonna have to sign all these guys that they're bringing in they're gonna have to pay golf they're gonna have to do all this stuff they're like really going for it right this second it's and you probably look around their division and go okay well uh the seahawks are retooling (laughs) (laughs) the cardinals suck and their biggest competition is gonna be jimmy graps and the niners and why not all you gotta do is get in well i i really if you ask any owner hey make these moves and you'll get a you'll get a super you'll get a lombardi this year you, might, you won't get one next year, but you'll get one this year. Most of them are probably going to we'll make right? these moves. Even if, the, yeah, even like you said, even if uh, LA makes these moves and they make it and win the championship this year, cool. That was a good move. Good moves. So Twitter lit up after, especially all the Seahawks <laughs> guys I follow. All of them were basically the exact same reaction. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> but here's my favorite Brock Heward. 
He's with 710 ESPN Seattle. <laughs> as soon as they did it, he retweeted it and he said, I propose two additional offensive guards lined up to the right and left of Russell Wilson. That makes seven O linemen, one tight end, one wide receiver, a running back, and Russell. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and even with that, our line would still suck. So, I, poor Russell. He probably saw that news and just went, crap. <laughs> I mean. Oh, no. He's positive. Well, yeah. That's to the cameras. I think at home, because <laughs> he, he has to, right? He can't be like that all the time in real life. I think when cameras are on him, he's got to be more real, doesn't he? No? I don't know. Larry, no, great no. story. Good that's, find. That's a scary That's a scary defensive line they are assembling down there in L.A. It just makes the entire NFC West theirs because I still think that they, with that addition, their defense, as good as Jimmy Graps has been and, and some of the stuff that they've done, and, yeah, they added Richard Sherman, I still think – the Rams are going to have a step up on the Niners and they just want to take that next step. They made it to the playoffs. They want to, you know, they want to go further and you're right. Given the shot to get a Lombardi right this second, you take it. It just saw I'm scared. If the Rams managed to add Odell as well as Sue. The Rams would be the NFC's best team, not just the NFC West, but the NFC. Huh? LA also added a cube to yeah, and they also they who else did they add? That wasn't the only big move they made this year. So they've been going crazy. They're almost as much as Cleveland, but their moves are better. <laughs> so <laughs> um, we're not going to get huge in a draft talk because it's not. We're a month away. There's still going to be some stuff that happens. We're going to see trades. We're going to see, you know, if Earl Thomas is going to get moved, it's going to be right up close to draft time. And no, you still can't have him. Um, Jeez, I'm sorry. Real quick, because I do want to make a bet on this. I don't know what the stakes are going to be. Who's going to go number one? Go. Josh Allen. Really? Yeah. Not Darnold. Um, I think Allen fits Cleveland a little bit better. I can see Darnold going to like New York. Okay, so I, we've discussed this. I think it's going to be Barkley. No. Wrong. <laughs> okay first of all first of all you said josh allen i didn't go wrong <laughs> i didn't jump down your throat okay jeez calm down it's gonna be barkley no oh jeez. <laughs> um i think we should make a bet on what it's gonna be i don't know what the stakes are but the we should make a bet the stakes are stakes steaks the bet is steaks, like actual steaks yeah. like you have to make me and the wife a sure an amazing steak dinner sure and not okay let's do it all right so you say do you want to go the actual person or do you want to go position quarterback so you want to go position quarterbacks going one okay i say running back y'all heard it okay y'all bonus if it is josh allen what do you get then i don't know <laughs> dessert <laughs> <laughs> Mike you creme brulee. I'll make you dinner, and then I'll make you the best cake you ever had. <laughs> red velvet. Mm. I hate red velvet. Damn it. Anyways, and that's definitely what I'll make you. <laughs> um, all right. So we we put a question out there today on the social media on that interweb stuff. Biggest draft bust of all time. It's an interesting subject. Everyone has an opinion. I'll start with you before we get into what everybody else said. 
not on your team yet, but of all league wide biggest draft bust of all time. Of all time. Of all time. If you look at any of the lists that are out there, so, <laughs> some of these are some of these are weird though because you have you have the the guys who were drafted high, you know, first round, whatever, and maybe had a really good rookie year and then fell off. Yeah. I mean, would you, I guess, would you consider that a bust? Because one of them that we've seen floating around was Vince Young. Wouldn't RG3 fit in that category and, too? And that's what I, that's who, if, if I was just going to say just a bust for what Washington had to give up to get RG3, he would be one of my number one or number two biggest busts. But he had a great rookie year. So most people say Jamarcus Russell, Ryan Leaf, those type of players. But Robert Griffin is high up there on some of those lists, even with the fact that, yeah, he actually, his first season, his rookie year. Him and Alfred Morris. Yeah. Alfred Morris had, you know, 1,500, 1,600 yards rushing, and, and Griffin lit it up. So I guess, and we don't I mean, yeah, you could do all time, but like, let's go from two thousand to current. It makes us sound really young. I like that. That's all right. We are young. Um, Russell's definitely a. That's probably the biggest bust. He he got named the most for sure. Um, in my little post, because he was supposed to be, you know, cannon for an arm. Yep. Just this. I mean, he was supposed to be fantastic and it did not it went the exact opposite and i don't even think he had a good rookie year or any good year whatsoever Uh, amanda says leaf or anyone the browns pick (laughs) (laughs) uh except for joe thomas except yeah that's true uh so she's got a a really good point uh kalani says justin timberlake (laughs) wrong (laughs) he was awesome um yeah so i think we're all jamarcus russell ryan leaf those type of names now for dallas biggest draft bust in dallas's history that you were alive for (laughs) (laughs) well no we'll we'll go same thing we'll go from 2000 from 2000 the biggest one's going to be bobby carpenter he was supposed to be the all-world linebacker at ohio state bill parcells picked him and uh yeah no no it didn't work at all not at all. The And the thing that really sucks is the players that were still on the board when he got picked. Right, right after him, you had Antonio Camardi. Right after that, you had Tom Bahali. Oh. I mean. So you get frustrated that they picked that. Yeah. And then they could have. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was supposed to be the, and no one else, want, you know, no one else had him high on their board. But uh, yeah, that was a um, that was a fantastic pick, as well as the the entire 2009 draft. That that whole <laughs> draft is a bust. <laughs> that entire thing, all of it. Oh, it was awful. It was. Oh, I've got. Hey, my honorable mention for the Seahawks came out of that draft. Dal- Dallas did not have a first round pick or a second round pick because well they they didn't have a first round pick. They traded their second, and everyone else was basically off the team by 2011. 2012 so just a whole just a whole fantastic class there (laughs) i pose the same question to you brian seahawks all right so 
my honorable mention comes out of that 2009 draft. Bet you can guess who it is. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Curry. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So fourth overall. Wide receiver? Line, uh, linebacker. Oh, linebacker. Sorry. So highest um, in his position to get drafted uh, or in that position to get drafted since 2000. And in his three seasons, only five and a half sacks. <laughs> Sucked. Was not good. Uh, but he doesn't get the win. Now I'm gonna go pat I'm gonna go further back right. than two thousand. I hope you're okay with that. All right. It's breaking your rule. Ugh. Um probably the biggest one in Seahawks history, at least in my opinion, is Rick Meyer. Number two overall in ninety three. listen to the, listen to this. This is disgusting. I'm listening. All right. Are you are you? Mm-hmm. You got it? I don't know if anybody noticed. No street sweepers. Um <laughs> since the merger, uh hundred and twenty six quarterbacks have attempted two thousand passes. Only one, Dan Pastorini, posted a worse uh, passer rating than Meyer, which was 63.5. Uh, and in that group uh, of 126, Rick Meyer ranks 114th in completion percentage at 53.26. That's not very good. <laughs> Tim uh, Tebow. And he was dead last, 125th in yards per attempt at 5.86. Nice. Again, that's not very good. No, it's not very good at all. And he's the only quarterback since the merger with 2000 passes, uh, posting a completion percentage worse than 55% and an average fewer than 6.0 yards per attempt. The only one. That's something to hang your hat on. So he was awful. So that, that's the biggest one in Seahawks uh, draft bust history. But I do remember because the 93, I, I, even as a kid, because I was in, in 93 when he was drafted, I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Seahawks games at that age, and I remember that. And yeah, there's a lot of losing. <laughs> there's a lot of, lot of losing no, in the kingdom. You know, Car- Carpenter was definitely a bad pick. Car- uh, Quincy Carter was a bad, bad pick. Yeah. It's funny when you go back and you look at, I mean, not just for Dallas or Seattle, but you look at some of these other teams' drafts and it's like, God, well, <laughs> swing and a miss. Yeah. Uh, what, but, but, but back to, you know, busts and all that. For me, though, I do, I think that Griffin was the biggest just based on I can what, see that. what Washington gave up to yeah. move up and grab him. They, I mean, yeah, I mean that was like that wrecked that franchise. I think he probably doesn't get included in a lot in the top spot just because you're of that one right. that rookie year. Yeah. But you're right; they gave up so much, and he he's yeah, they've never and they returned. Gave, and they gave it to um, wasn't it Cleveland? Sure, I think Cleveland was the one who struck that trade and right and yeah, just, yeah, yeah yeah yep yep and yet Cleveland still. Didn't do anything with those. And and this year, it'll be Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Huge bust. We'll talk about that later. All right. We are. This has been fun, and we've been running like we're running long, and I don't care because it's a lively that, conversation. It was that street sweeper. We're having a great time. It's that damn street sweeper. That's going to make for great uh, sound in the background. All right. So we promised a giveaway. Made you listen to the entire episode, <laughs> and now we're going to talk about a giveaway. So uh we are just again this this flows right into our uh call to action Mm -hmm. we're just trying to build our fan base and as a thank you for helping us build our our fan base and listeners we're gonna give away two count them two 
$25 Starbucks gift cards. Holy crap. One on Facebook and one on the Twitter box. Yeah. Sweet. So. Get your kofefe. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I would rather be giving away Common Ground Football Podcast swag. And soon, someday, we'll be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a $25, as we're you know starting out, a $25 gift card to Starbucks. Everybody likes coffee, or hopefully. And we know there's But Star- even if you don't like coffee, you can get the oh, tea. You can get oh. the breakfast sandwich. And we know. Muffin? we muffin? <laughs> pumpkin bread? <laughs> pumpkin but, bread but, in June? <laughs> banana bread? I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. My son likes the apple juice. There's apple juice there. Yeah, you can water. Get water. <laughs> I mean, you don't, their water is as, as expensive as their coffee. But you can get it. You don't have to get coffee. And we know there are Starbucks everywhere. Yeah. So if you're listening to us in Texas, I know that there are Starbucks down there. And so we're not just giving away a gift card to somewhere maybe that you don't have. Right? Right. It'd be dumb to give away to like a local Wenatchee restaurant. That wouldn't work. Um, so it's really easy. Earlier tonight, about one hour ago, of course, you're listening to this on Tuesday, <laughs> so it'll be a lot of hours ago. A lot of hours ago. Yesterday, it's weird to talk about the past when it isn't the past yet, but yesterday, on Monday, while we were recording, I released, I put two images on Facebook, and then I'm going to put them on Twitter as soon as we're done. Um, one is an amazing image of, of Andrew <laughs> telling us what time it is. <laughs> It's giveaway time. The other one is the rule. So it's really, really simple. You take that post, you share it with your friends on Facebook, and when you share it, you get that chance to write out a little thing. You write out a little blurb telling your friends about why they should listen to the Common Ground Football Podcast, what you know, what you love about it. Basically, what just you don't like. Yeah. Just share it. Just share it. Say something. You have to say something, though. You can't just share. You have to write a little blurb, and we can see them. So no cheating, folks. No cheating. Uh, every valid share will be entered into the drawing one entry per person. Uh, we're going to, we have to get at least 25 to actually make it a valid drawing. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be, we'll pass that easily. Uh, you have until April fool's day. <laughs> Don't know how that worked out, but you have until April 1st to share. So I'm going to cut it off at 1159 PM on the first. So I'm going to give you all day of the first, but I'm going to cut it off after that. Okay. Drawing's going to take place while we're recording the episode on the episode that gets released on the third. So we will have a bowl full of nails. Oh, nails, nails. names. <laughs> we're a bowl, bowl full of, of nails. A bowl full of nails. That sounds painful. <laughs> a bowl full of nails. <laughs> a bowl he full can, of names. He can speak, people. I I swear. It's the beard. It's weighing me down. Oh, and we haven't even had any beers I today. Know. Um, and then the same, we're going to put it on Twitter as well. So we'll have one on Facebook, one on Twitter. The only difference between Twitter and, and Facebook is then on Twitter, they call them retweets and not shares. That's the exact same rules. You retweet it. You make sure you include, you quote the, the actual, uh, tweet type in your little thing. You only got, does everybody have 256 characters now? Yeah, um, I think so. You have at least 140, <laughs> at least 140. And then, uh, so to say some little blurb about why your friends or your followers, their followers on Twitter, while they should uh, listen to our podcast. And um, and then the same thing. Every valid share will be entered, and then I'll cut it off at the exact same time. So we'll give away one card for Facebook and one for Twitter. I apologize to our Instagram followers. We haven't really figured out a way to do it up there because, you know, Instagram doesn't allow you to do – you can't share. 
What if Ooh. the what if what if ah there is um, a duplicate? What if we draw the same person for Facebook and Twitter? Can we do that? What are the rules? I don't have a rule on that one. What do you think the rules should be on that? Should we just give them both, or do you want to draw another name? We'll draw. We'll give everyone a chance. All right, I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm glad we cleared that up. I did. I'm glad too. We didn't want any drama. No, it's coffee. It's serious. It's it's serious business. Very serious business. Um. All right, and with that, uh, that's our call to action. Share, share, share. Um, you know we're on all the social media platforms. I'm not even going to go through them this time. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, both of us individually and as a page. Instagram, which is my favorite new tool. Love Instagram. The website. Remember, if you don't have one of them smartphones or you know, any of the apps that we use, you can always listen to the podcast on the website. Yep. Common ground football podcast.com. And all right. So we're going to try this new thing to end this. Let's play a little game, Brian. <laughs> I wish I had music. <laughs> I need some game show music. Maybe I'll add that in the post. We watched that episode of uh game show music right now. Okay. So <laughs> we watched that episode of how I met your mother when he, um, he's excited to be on, um, wheel of fortune. Or not Wheel of Fortune, oh, but Price uh, is Right. Price is Right. Because he thinks Bob Barker's his <laughs> <Yes>. dad. <laughs> he just comes walking in. Should I do it like this or should I do it like this? I don't know. <laughs> so, anyways, this was your buy idea. or sell. This was your idea. What are we doing? Just, yeah, we're just sell. doing buy or sell. I ha- you're we're just be- ending it with something different than like, uh, okay, well, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> Bye. And again, we're this may not be the perm. We don't know. If this works out, great. We'll go with this until the regular season starts, and then we're going to do game picks and like fair, old predictions. Ferris Bueller, when he's just like, it's over. Go home. Yeah, just go home. Uh, buy or sell. Brian. You're going to have to start because I don't Seattle. have Seattle. Seattle. Are you buying or selling that Seattle's going to win or we're going to win seven games this year? In the 2018 season? In 2018. Not 2019? 2018. So this next season then? Yeah. Uh, the one starts in September. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just clarifying. Yes. Um, right this second, if this was my roster and I don't have any idea what they're going to do in the draft, I still think I'm going to buy that they get seven wins because that might be the okay. most. I don't want to be that guy that's like, <laughs> I'm trying to turn over a new leaf and not be a negative Nancy. It's so hard not to swear oh, on this show. It is really hard, right? <laughs> One day we're just going to flip the switch and it's going to become a very inappropriate podcast. Um, so you're, right, you're I'll gonna, do the, I'll do the same thing, but I'll change it. So because your team's better than mine, buy or sell that the Dallas Cowboys win um, at least eleven games. I'll buy that. Okay, I'll buy that. All right. I think you're going to win twelve. I think you're going to go twelve and four. A little early for predictions, but that's what I think. Definitely buy that. Uh, Mr. Russell Wilson. Oh, God. Are you buying or selling? He's going to have a Pro Bowl year. Well, I'm going to buy it only because there's no way Russell doesn't make the Pro Bowl because he's Russell Wilson. And, I mean, yeah. (laughs) He'll make the Pro Bowl unless he's, like, in a hospital with a, a blown ACL or a blown MCL or just his entire body ripped in half because um his offensive line sucks um even then he might still make the pro bowl and just not be able to play so i'll buy that 
I have to come up with another one on the fly. Buy or sell. Buy or sell. That by the end of the season, your quarterback has such a bounce back year that he is in, not necessarily going to win it, but he's in the MVP discussion. How much do you believe in your boy? I'll sell that. Ooh. I'll sell that. That's called negative Nancy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's the, I don't think he'll ever be the type of quarterback that puts up gaudy numbers that puts him in the MVP because that's all it really is. It's gaudy numbers. So I, I mean like offensive player of the year. Yes. But MVP. No, I'll sell that bonus buyer. Sell that. And right after that, same question, but Zeke. Oh, I'll buy that. Yeah. I'll buy that all day. See, that's you. The true leader in your offense is your running back. The true leader in mine is a quarterback that short. <laughs> All right. This is a long one, but it was great. We had street sweepers. Oh my God. Lots of energy. We had fun. We had a giveaway. We did a giveaway. Next one we're gonna draw for some things. Is there anything else you want to add before we get the hell out of here? Nah, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh how many times have you watched star wars since it came out on digital uh three times no. still three times <laughs> uh, comes out on disc tomorrow it does Sweet. blu-ray yeah tomorrow uh hey question for you yes sir <clears throat> we were talking a little bit last week how close are we to 1000 downloads <laughs> <laughs> that's called air <laughs> you think that's air you're breathing <laughs> Uh, we are currently at 865 downloads or we, listens. We are close. What are we going to do when we hit a thousand? Oh my God. That's when we're going to go. <laughs> That's when we're going to turn on the explicit button. <laughs> uh, we were so clean for a thousand and then bleep you and bleep that. That's really cool though. Clo- it's amazing. Close and to a thousand. We'll make a big deal of it when we get there. We really um, do thank all, all all of you who have listened yes. so far, and welcome to all the new ones. You're in for a treat, special <laughs> treat. <laughs> all right. Well, I got nothing else to add. You're you're good. It sounds like I'm so, good. Um, let's we'll, get out of here. Let's let's just go. I'm done. Go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.